hey guys, welcome to Startups of the Week, Season 3. I'm Sophia Kanthara, and I'm here with Owen Thomas. Hey there. And Alex Wilhelm. Hey guys. And it's Christmas week, and we wanted to give you a little something to help you relax a little bit. So this week, we have a special episode for you. We're going to be discussing the meditation apps that we feature this season, Headspace, Calm, and Simple Habit. That's all coming up on Startups of the Week. Meditation apps have been a recurring theme throughout this season, and actually the first time they came up is because we featured Alpine AI when it was acquired by the meditation app Headspace. Alex actually is an avid Headspace user. So Alex, could you tell us a little bit about that before we get into the segment from September? Yeah, yeah. So I won't spoil what's going to happen in what we talk about in the actual acquisition, but a quick, quick note about Headspace itself. It's an app uh, that's full of different meditation products and kind of different ways to approach meditation. And if you were a beginner like I am, that's very attractive. I needed a lot of hands and a lot of help to kind of get into the meditation space. I thought uh, Headspace was very good at that. And as you get more advanced, you can spend more and more time in each segment. So for me to see them buy other companies and invest in their products, a very good long-term signal. And Alex, is Headspace the one with the New Zealand host with the strong accent? It may be because the the main host is very, very particular. And that is one of the reasons why I'm considering trying a new meditation app in 2019, just to try out a different voice to kind of listen to throughout the year. All right. Well, let's hear about Headspace. Alex, I understand you use Headspace. We want to tell us a little Headspace, about Headspace, you're talking to the talking about the meditation application for your phone. Yeah, so I'm a Headspace user. I think I've mentioned this on the show back when a rival company raised money, but I'm a paying Headspace customer, actually. I paid like $95 for a year of Headspace. Um, and as a pretty spastic person, I find that meditation is a, a calming thing in my life when I do it. I don't do it enough. Um, but what is Alpine.ai? What is their, uh, their product? So they are, you know, they connect, people, businesses using voice technology, um, like with Google Home and on mm-hmm. Amazon Alexa, which we can like have become a lot more popular recently. Um, so they're kind of in the business of that like voice technology. And actually, they used to be called Voice Labs. Hmm. So should we kind of expect then that Headspace, which is an app that I currently interact with by, you know, tapping the screen, could become an app that I kind of uh, speak with. Maybe I tell Headspace, like, you know, please play five minutes of calming meditation or anxiety focused med- meditation. I guess that's where they would go with this, right? It's kind of they acquire the technology. For yeah, that, I so. mean, th- I mean, if they don't do that, I'll be surprised. And uh, was the was the price disclosed, Sophia? No. So I would say typically when a price is not disclosed in a deal like this, it is probably a smaller deal financially, and uh, they may just have been after Alpine's talent. And AI talent is very hot in Silicon Valley right now. It's hard to find people, and you see, you know. Bigger companies, even smaller companies, snapping up, you know, tiny startups purely on the strength of their talent. So that might also be what's going on here. Also, it could be that Alpine.ai, it's always very hard to say, .ai, uh, struggled to raise its next round because their only known round that we have in Crunchbase, actually, is from May 2016, and we don't have a dollar amount attached to it. But that's been over two years, and companies tend to raise in the VC world on an 18-ish month time frame, so they're a bit late. So to see them get acquired now fits roughly with the profile of a firm that was either struggling to get the price they wanted or just couldn't raise enough money to keep going as an independent concern. So you find a, a home, yeah. if you will. And Headspace uh, is big. I mean, it's one of the bigger applications that I know of, at least. But still uh, still privately held. Yes, yes, to the best of my knowledge, absolutely. But I mean, Headspace dr- drives tons of revenue, and I presume at amazing margins because... 
I don't think it costs too much money to create new meditation packs. But we, we pay quite a lot of money for them. So it's one of these companies that may not have to go out and and get much new investment because they're running at you know such a nice revenue rate from customers, which is a good spot to be in. Yeah, it's a testament to how big the app store economy has become. I mean, when the app store came out in oh, and help me out here, two thousand eight. Because the Correct. iPhone came out in 2007? Okay, yeah, it's good. it's a decade <laughs> old. I did not forget my iPhone history. Um, that's it's roughly half your life. Uh, a third. <laughs> a third of my <laughs> life. Thanks, Alan. I wish it was, I wish it was half. Uh, but Headspace has raised, uh, to date, $75.2 million, putting it kind of in a whole different class of, of startups. They can certainly afford to buy some smaller firms if they want to. And in this case, brilliant talent bought on board. Um, but if it is a talent acquisition, to your point, I'm sorry to ramble on here, uh, then maybe it's not to integrate the technology into Headspace proper. But I would love to talk to the app in the morning when I'm trying to make it work. That'd be a lot better than pushing buttons in the dark. Yeah, sometimes these things are not one thing or the other. It's it's a bit of product and a bit of talent. And you know that's you often get a better deal than if you know um, the, basically the the financiers are just putting a dollar amount on engineer. I've heard like. One million or two million dollars per engineer in these talent deals. So that means that if I spent twelve million dollars buying your startup, I would get twelve engineers. You're thinking about six to twelve. Six to twelve. Yeah, that's it's expensive. But I mean, you know, one we could talk about the talent war in Silicon Valley every single week on the show and not run out of material because it it is chronic and it is amazingly just. It's it's worse than people expect, I think, to hire engineers out here in Silicon Valley. So that was our segment on Headspace from September 16th. And the next time Meditation Apps came up was just a couple weeks later. Um, On October 7th, we featured Calm um, because at the time they were trending because they'd announced a partnership with American Airlines to help bring meditation to uh, flying travelers, um, which is similar to actually what Headspace did back in 2011 with Virgin Atlantic. So, Sophia, mm-hmm. you actually pulled some data showing that Headspace and Calm were among the top downloads this mm-hmm. year. What did you find out? Yeah. So, actually, according to App Annie, which is a kind of data and analytics um, organization, of uh, the top 10 fitness and health apps that were downloaded in the U.S. in 2018, um, two of those were meditation apps, both wow. Headspace and Calm. So Calm was number two and Headspace ranked at number seven, um, which kind of shows that, you know, there is a demand for these kinds of apps. A lot of people are using them. Um, And I think we're probably going to see more meditation apps like this coming up. Well, let's see what we had to say about Calm. Yeah, we have Calm, which is a meditation app. It's in the news this week because they're partnering with American Airlines to do some like in-flight meditation um, options, and also like when you're boarding, you'll hear these soothing sounds. Um, so Alex, I know you are a meditation app user. Can you tell us a little bit about, but not if Calm, you use Headspace, Yeah, correct? I use one of the rival tools. In fact, this morning before I got on the bus to come here to Fidei and go to work, I did six minutes of meditation uh, across two three-minute little vignettes, and I felt better. Um, I think I've advocated for this sort of stuff on the show before just because I think in the hectic world, anything you can do to bring your, your stress levels down is going to be healthy. Um, ah. I, exactly. <laughs> makes you feel calm. Um, but I didn't know that um, Headspace had a partnership of its own with an airline. Is that right? Yes. So now both of these rival services that are best known as smartphone apps are working with kind of big metal carriers in the sky. So who works with who on uh, on the Headspace side? So Headspace has been doing this actually for a while since they partnered first with Virgin Atlantic back in 2011. And I believe they've branched out um, to a couple others as well. But they've been doing it for a while. But 
Uh, so far, CNBC was reporting that uh, this American Airlines Calm partnership, and it's just with them so far. That's fantastic. I mean, Calm, um, according to the numbers that we have in front of us, has raised $28 million and has between 11 and 50 employees. So just a couple dozen. It's not a huge company. But the scuttlebutt that I hear around uh, San Francisco is that the company is very lean, but growing very quickly and has uh, very strong monetization, implying pretty good revenue growth. Now, I don't have hard numbers, but that's what I'm hearing. So this deal could put even more change in Calm's pockets as it hopes to grow and compete against a relatively well-known, uh, I wouldn't say incumbent, but whatever um, headspace is, you know, yeah, market it, leader or something. I, I don't think we've got the financial details of the deal. Is that right, Sophia? Mm-mm. But I would not be surprised if um, if Com actually were not taking much money directly from American, but instead using this as a customer acquisition tool. So basically exposing people in this kind of great, you know, great environment, like, hey, you need, you know, you need to chill out. You're You're flying. It's stressful and introducing them to the product, and then they might become paying customers when they get back to the ground. I mean, I can, I can definitely see that. I think when people get the idea that your phone can be a source of calm as opposed to panic, it's a very attractive option. Because I think mostly your phone makes you nervous. Yeah, and it does expose them. I mean, I don't know how many people fly American Airlines, but it's a huge carrier. So yeah, they, I think they're still the biggest in the world. I was going to say they're like top three. Yeah, unless uh, unless there's been one, one of those. The, the Middle Eastern Airlines are merging again, like Emirates might buy Etihad. That would, that would uh, topple them. But uh, they are, um, yeah, they're way up there, so to speak. Well, good for Calm to lock down such an important deal uh, as an app. So, Sophia, what are you going to meditate on after this podcast? Well, it looks like I have to meditate with Calm, right? I can't be writing about it without at least trying it. <laughs> have to test it out. Yeah. How, how about you, Alex? Would you switch from Headspace? Uh, given that I've already paid for Headspace, probably not. But when my re-up comes up, I, I will try Calm out. Sounds fair. That was our segment on Calm from back in October. And since then, they actually have invested in ExpressBa, which is... Uh, hold the front door. Mm-hmm. Calm invested in Express Spa, the yeah. spa locations and airports. Um, absolutely, they and that and they took they took their money and they put that in an Express Spa. So you've got a startup investing in a in a physical retail location. Yep, they invested about three million dollars in Express Spa to help bring their app, and also they have some products like Sleep Mist and that kind of stuff to all of their to their retail locations. Wow, that mm-hmm. is a, an impressive, aggressive move by Calm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of shows that they are expanding past just the app as, you know, with their partnership with American Airlines and now with um, Express Spa, it looks like they're trying to target travelers a little bit. Um, they they mm-hmm. may be a meditation app, but they are not chill when it comes to business. <laughs> Owen, that's the worst thing I've heard today. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, we got to get into our third app that we featured this season, which was Simple Habit. And we actually had um, the CEO and founder, Yuna Kim, in the studio to talk a little bit about why she started it and, um, you know, why meditation apps are so popular. So she was she was really great to interview. She had a great story about why she got into uh, into meditation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So let's hear that. Yeah. So we're here today with Yuna Kim, the CEO of Simple Habit, which is a meditation app. Yuna, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me here. So usually when we do this, I do a little intro about the startup. But since you're here, who better to learn more about the company than from the CEO? Um, Can you tell us a little bit about your app and why it's in the news this week? Mm, Sure. 
So we are a meditation app. Um, it is a platform of meditation teachers, therapists, and coaches to uh, share their audio content around common life problems or goals. So uh, a lot of our users come to Simple Habit because maybe they're going through something stressful like exams or general life um, uh, or uh, people that are wanting to become a better mother, a better leader. Um, so we've got a lot of meditation. In fact, 1,500 of unique uh, session that oh, are 5-minute, wow. 10-minute, or 15-minute um, that you can listen to. But we also have content by therapists and executive coaches on some of these content as well. So th- these are not live or interactive sessions. They're recorded in That's advance. That's right. Um, yeah by coaches and then can you subscribe to a particular therapist or coach that you like and get more from them? Yeah, you can follow them. Um, Oftentimes for usually our users end up uh, coming in with certain problem or goals and then they end up uh, listening to a lot of different people. So for example, uh, sleep is a huge problem. And in fact, I didn't get good night's sleep last night. <laughs> but uh, we have like probably 30, 40 different experts that are creating audio content around sleep. And Sophia, this is uh, the third meditation app that has actually come up on Startups of the Week. Is that right? That's right. So this season, mm-hmm. we've also featured Headspace mm-hmm. and Calm. Um, so this is the third one that we featured. And I wanted to ask you, so can you tell us a little bit about how you see the field of meditation apps growing? Yeah, is it, is it a trend? I mean, it seems mm. to be attracting a lot of kind of entrepreneurial energy. Why do you think that is? Yeah, that's a great question. I think one, uh, a lot of, uh, so for, I can kind of tell you why I started this company. Mm-hmm. So when I was uh, working on my previous startup, Locket, I was, the highs and lows of an entrepreneurial journey was really hard. And, and I learned a big lesson about self-care. Mm-hmm. I didn't take care of myself. Oh. I worked too hard. And meditation changed my life. It has changed the way I respond to stress. And I've seen the, the impact and the benefit of it. So that's why I, start, I decided to create a platform like Simple Habit where you can get um, meditation from mm-hmm. the world's top uh, experts. Yeah, the reason why people are flocking to the app is I think stress is a huge problem. In fact, um, over 80% of Americans report that they're afflicted by stress. And let's say in the moment that you're so nervous for an interview Mm -hmm. or when you just got turned down by uh, with a job offer, um, what do you do? Um, traditionally, you can go seek a therapist, mm-hmm. but they're expensive, hard to find, or you can buy self-help books to learn about how to deal with it or internet articles. Mm-hmm. Um, so meditation apps are great because you can, uh, you know, at a few clicks, you can have experts in your ear right away that are providing you different perspectives. I, I think it's so interesting. We are 10 years into the Apple App Store, and we're still kind of exploring what what the meaning of like a, a, a truly programmable device in our pocket that's always on, always available mm. can do. You know, the, and it's it's things like audio, network connections, you know, the fact that this um, this audio content can be downloaded uh, very quickly. Mm. Um, you know, in some ways this is something you could do in 2008, but, um, but yet you kind of have to be in 2018 to to have enough people be comfortable with it, familiar with it. It's kind of this waiting for that waiting for that tidal wave of consumer behavior to kind of catch up and crash down mm. and, and, you know, 
clear a market space for you. Mm. Definitely, like audio, mm-hmm. um, the trend behind audio, and actually brought one of those like AirPods. Yeah, um, these are increasing the consumption of audio content. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, yeah it's it's little it's little things like that. It's yeah. tweaks on the existing technology that actually um, make you know make kind of almost a step change mm-hmm. um, in in consumer adoption. Yeah. Well, that that is, might be why podcasts are currently having the kind of their, their second boom. I wonder if AirPods are behind that uh, wave of consumption of audio content as well. Mm-hmm. I think there's something there. Yeah, absolutely. But also Simple Habit just raised uh, money this month. I think they raised uh, 10 million. Is that right? That's right. So who'd you raise that money from and uh, why now? Mm. We raised uh, our Series A round led by Foundation Capital. Mm-hmm. And why now? Uh, we, I, so we graduated from YC last year. Mm-hmm. And when we first graduated, we were doing like half a million dollars in revenue at that well, time. Um, and I think that's pretty impressive for yeah. you know, a Y Combinator funded company. You're usually very early stage that's right. when yeah. you go through Y Combinator. So that's yeah. a, a, actually a lot of revenue, I would, I would think, for that stage of company. It was quite a lot. Um, I started working on Simple Habit when I was at Stanford Business School. Mm-hmm. Um, so we launched it there and started doing really well. And, and, and then I went through, uh, left school to go through YC. And uh, yeah, we were doing pretty well. Um, we grew, s- since then, we've grown 10x. Um, mm-hmm. Now we're doing over $5 million in revenue. And most of this growth has been organic because mm-hmm. our users tell their friends and family. Also, doctors and therapists recommend Simple Habit mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of why now, there has been this organic growth behind us. And mm-hmm. so we want to start um, accelerate, accelerating our growth. So the other... Uh, apps that we or the meditation apps that we featured this season um one was trending because it was calm and it had recently partnered with american airlines and headspace had partnered with uh, virgin atlantic mm-hmm. um do you see simple habit partnering with any sort of other businesses or airlines or something like that maybe down the line to bring meditation um to new users yeah, absolutely. Uh, we would love to partner with um, companies that want to build more mindful culture. Um, I think what we could really help with is uh, stress, anxiety, and these are things that really help you perform better at work, but also at home. Um, so yeah, we definitely would be interested in uh, partnering with brands and companies. That was Simple Habit, and that's our show for this week. We hope you guys have a great holiday week, and we'll be back next week with one more episode for this season. Startups of the Week is part of the San Francisco Chronicle Podcast Network. Audrey Cooper is the editor-in-chief. If you like the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you've got a minute to give us a quick review, that helps us build our audience so we can keep growing. Follow us on Twitter at Tech Chronicle and support Startups of the Week and a lot of great journalism with a subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. Find out more at sfchronicle.com slash subscribe. Subscribe.